0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Welcome everybody to Wrestling With The Week, a V-Trigger directly to the temple of the last seven days. I'm your host, James Holmes, joined as always by Scorpio Sky. James, what a week. That was like the uh that was like uh heath ledger's joker version uh, of the intro. <laughs> what, a week. what a week that was real good yeah
0: you Stye. know i'm not as i'm not as uh energetic with my what, what? a week this week
1: why is know? that what's, what's going on uh what, I, didn't what's, what's on? I didn't have a
0: good night last night i didn't have that great of a night last night
1: okay all right okay hold up hold that thought we're gonna we're gonna talk about the night you had last night uh, I'm genuinely curious to see how you're feeling. We're going to talk about that. We are going to go over some other highlights from Dynamite. We're going to talk about uh, the playoffs are coming up, NBA playoffs. Woo! And we got a bunch of stuff, Dark Side of the Ring discussion because I started watching it. Um, but more importantly, we have Kenny Omega on the show this week, the man who loved belts more than anybody else. Um, yeah, so please stick around for this whole show. We got a jam packed one for you. Sky, I saw what happened, and I just want to get—I want to get your take on this. I for sure have my own perspectives. Uh, Eric and I were texting each other uh, during the show, you know, but but we didn't get to. This is the first time I'm getting to speak to you about it. So so let's set it up for anyone who may have missed it.
0: So my really good friend Ethan Page and I are in the ring last night with the mm-hmm. legendary Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. the legendary tony shivani let me just start yeah. with that okay okay and we were looking good we're finally getting the tv time we deserve everything's going great and guess what happens again first of all the coward sting walks out by himself and we're like all right cool these guys actually want to fight face to face whoa that's mm-hmm. different like mono mm-hmm. e mono cool let's do it but where's your little son and then next thing I know, I'm getting hit in the back with a skateboard, which is an assault. You know, that that's an assault. assault. That yeah. was not a match. We were in the ring, but that was not a match. I was in yeah. my fancies. I was not in wrestling gear. Yeah. Uh, that's an assault. I should press charges. And yeah. and and they and they just attacked us from behind because that's the only way they can do it because they're a couple of cowards. And then Sting put me in that Scorpion Death Lock, which is nowhere near as good as the Sharpshooter, by the way. <sighs> and, yeah, I tapped out. But Listen. <laughs> I didn't tap out because I, it was hurting. Yeah, of course Mm -hmm. it hurt, but I tapped out because I knew he was stupid enough to let me go. And it wasn't an actual match. I'm a wrestling savant. I would never do that in a match. Okay. I Mm -hmm. tapped out because I knew the big goof would let me go if I did it. And that's why I did And the fans. You tapped out, you tapped out, shut your mouth, Tesha price and all you other people at ringside. Shut up. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did it because it was a smart
1: thing to do. Yeah. I agree. That? That's what you do. That's what you do in the ring to navigate the stuff. Why if there's no no win loss on the line what like it's the same as sparring, MMA sparring or anything like that. What is the point you're supposed to get knocked out and once you black out then it's done? No, it's it's a, it's a training. It has no stakes, right? It's just about get, you want to get out of there so that way you can uh be ready to go the next time. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a false claim. I mean it didn't even end there though. That's the thing. You guys said All right, well, we're gonna. It seemed like you guys were walking away and saying, like, it's really rude of you to interrupt our time in the ring. You find, like you said, you're finally getting your time in the spotlight. You're finally getting a chance to talk to all your fans directly. And then they jump you. So you go, whoa, this is not cool. You go to leave. And then what happens? The dark
0: order, the mark order, the freaking idiots that I don't know how Hmm. many of them there are. They wanna come out of both tunnels. They wanna come out of one side, come out of the other Mm -hmm. side, they wanna trap us. So like, okay, do you mean to tell me that Ethan Page and I are so threatening to the AEW roster that they literally have to team up and have 25 guys to jump us? Like, Mm -hmm. what kind of workplace is this? This is ridiculous. As a matter of fact, um, the hotel that we stay at, I'm home right now, but the hotel we stay at was so offended They emailed me this morning. They said we saw what happened last night, and not only will the Dark Order never be allowed to stay here again, but we are also going to upgrade you to the presidential suite on your next stay because we know you need that time to recover for your back so you can kick those freaking idiots at double or nothing. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You I'm sure they're going to have a nice treat for me as well
1: i'll say that's a pretty fantastic exclusive that we're getting here on wrestling yeah. with the week the dark, dark order, order never
0: allowed there again
1: never welcome in a motel six ever again so like i motel think that's <sighs> come on come on james come on <laughs> i'm just kidding here's here's what i don't understand who does the dark order they just did they just it seems like all they have to do week in and week out is just sit backstage watch the camera and go someone's in trouble and then they run out when they already know they have the numbers like it's i don't understand what are they showing there who are they aligned with they come out with hangman page they come out with sting does sting choose not to paint the goatee i don't understand he's got his he's got his little uh goatee there in the middle it's called a soul patch is it because it seems like way more than a patch but that man has has no soul he has yeah. no soul. Yeah, I I wanted to ask you because you even said you even said last night how you know it was it's a little different for you because you grew up watching Sting, um you grew up admiring Sting and and it yeah it's a little stiff your lower back a little stiff there. Back's hurting. Yeah, I was attacked from behind. Yeah. Was assaulted. It was assaulted. You were assaulted. Yeah. The couple, well, the combination of the the very probably heavy. I mean, if you ever stubbed your shin on a skateboard it's it's the worst, it's the worst, so imagine having one swung at you from behind like it's 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 a lethal weapon. i don't I honestly don't know why you didn't go to the police directly, but um, is it tough for you like having to confront the fact that sting is doing like sting is is just going after you in this way It's just terrible because you know someone you admired.
0: you know it's that saying never meet your heroes, right mm-hmm. I mean he was i loved sting growing up as i said on dynamite last night i was one of his little stingers you Mm -hmm. know and 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 i just don't know what happened to this guy i mean he he hit me in the stomach right in my tummy yesterday with Mm -hmm. that skateboard Mm -hmm. real hard (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that sucker hurt man Uh, how do you attack someone with a skateboard this is an icon this is Mm -hmm. a franchise this is a legend like a hall of famer like what a bottom feeder man but you know what we're gonna write all these wrongs at double or nothing on may 30th in jacksonville where they have to face us man to man face to face yeah. they can't jump yeah. us from behind like they always do they have to face us there's gonna be it's gonna be in the ring in a jam-packed audience and it's going to be the end of one legend and the beginning
1: of two more wow that's i am hyped to see it i'm just gonna throw one last log onto the fire here watch out for tony shivani okay because <laughs> something he it's always interesting wherever wherever he is sting seems to follow and you know i think he's there's something there so i'm just saying keep your eyes on tony shivani i don't trust mm. uh i don't trust him at all um okay well we've already kind of cracked the egg of dynamite so i feel like do you feel like we should just get into it and just break down what we saw this week on dynamite we, we don't have to talk about what happened to you anymore we there's other thoughts i don't want to talk thoughts. about
0: it yeah all right let's chop it up let's, yeah i'm ready like i need to get into a good mood let's get off okay the, yeah what off let's get off the assault that i was a victim mm-hmm. of last night and let's just get on to some more positive things i've got my nespresso coffee here mm-hmm. uh let's yeah let's let's get into the next part.
1: let's hot tag it up Then, right. and then
2: it goes whoosh, <laughs> <booosh.">
1: <laughs> there it is there yeah.
2: we go <laughs> and look, look our our director brian was nervous because we were talking a lot about sting and you he doesn't freaking, want to get jumped with a skateboard yeah, it's a saying,
1: this whole crew is just everyone they they're i'm getting texts about hearing noises in the night like creaking from the rafters and it's,
2: look i'm yeah. just saying that if sky got jumped twice from mm-hmm. behind we're not safe two times. Sure two That's times true. from behind yeah. I, no face to face look we can't and we can't stick on it yeah. i understand mm-hmm. we have to talk about the rest of dynamite we gotta, we Guys, dynamite was a crazy show dynamite mm-hmm. was. i'm mean, we're building towards double or nothing it's really awesome i can't wait i we should talk about what happened to end that show uh i guess to start it uh moxley and kingston defeated the acclaimed then later the young bucks defeated the varsity blondes to retain the aew tag team championships at the end of the show, Moxley and Kingston jump the Young Bucks, and then Eddie Kingston steals their Dior shoes. Ah, so at double or nothing, it's gonna be Moxley and Kingston, I assume, coming out to Wild Thing against the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Who you got? Do we have new champions?
1: Let me let me tag in on this, just a light tag in on this. Um how about that rap? from the claim. <laughs> How about that before they start the match? Do you want to get your butt kicked? How about you You just you come out with a microphone and you freestyle rap the way they did um, before that started? Um, but I think this is going to be very interesting because the Young Bucks have been on a tear. Um, whether or not they've been doing it fairly or not is is kind of not really up for debate, but they have been on a tear. They've been having some incredible matches but I just don't know. Like, Moxley is so angry. He's so pissed off. And 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 Eddie's there too. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just think I think the worst thing you can do. I mean, Sky, you can back me up on this, but I think maybe the worst thing you can do to someone is steal their the shoes that they pride themselves on. Right. And so if you think about matching that rage, we're gonna go into this. The Young Bucks are wanna get gonna wanna get those shoes back. Forget about defending the titles. Right. So I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to stick with the bucks on this. Um, I just, I just think they think they're going to be wild up. I'm going to tag in on this one. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say, you know, not to
0: put myself over, but I started sneaker culture in AEW right mm-hmm. now. Every, now everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Young bucks have taken it to the next level. We're talking the Dior, the Jordan ones. We're talking 10 to 15, thousand dollars okay mm-hmm. and he's going to steal a pair of shoes that they I mean these every pair of shoes these guys have are thousands of dollars and he's going to steal a pair of them like Eddie Kingston all I'm going to say is stay away from my locker room and mm-hmm. watch out man because the young bucks are more ruthless than they've ever been before they're mm-hmm. more dangerous than they've ever been before and there's a price to pay and he's going to have to pay it double yeah for sure damn
2: Yeah, I mean, you're. I think you're right. And also, he stole their socks. So he did steal the socks too. I don't know. I don't know what he did with the socks. I don't know where the socks ended up. I don't know if somebody's you know hanging on to them. I can't speak to it. But I'm just saying that he stole the socks. Also, guys, Mm -hmm. moving on. Miro versus Lance Archer at Double or Nothing for the TNT Championship. Miro looks like he's on a warpath, but Lance Archer is a maniac, the Murder Hawk monster. Who do you have in this matchup? listen let me
0: tag in first really Mm -hmm. quick here Mm -hmm. because i know we weren't going to talk about me on this but listen uh lance archer is another guy He's one of those freaking big goofs one of those nerds one of those big jerks that loves to just run in and try to attack us from behind and that sort of thing uh because he's got nothing better to do okay Mm -hmm. now you got something to do now you have to face a man face to face you know, all these guys, they, they, they love to just jump people from behind. No, now you got to face Miro. Now you have to face the best man. Now you have to face the TNT champion. And who am I putting my money on? Miro, of course. I'm putting all of it. I'm throwing the entire bag after Miro. Double or nothing, baby. He's going to take him out. There's nobody taking that title from Miro anytime soon unless he comes in, you know, he steps in the ring with me and my boy. Then it's all over. You know
1: what I'm saying? I, I listen. I'm going to just tag real quick. I completely agree with everything Sky said. I think Miro has he 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 just basically stated he stated what he was after, and it was to get the belt. And I don't think it was to lose the belt right afterwards. So he's a champion. He's going to remain a champion for as long as he wants to be a champion. And uh, I I can only see him really handing over that belt when he decides to go for a new one. That's that's it. That, you know, he's he's just he's a machine. So or when he faces wow. us,
2: yeah, dig, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Sure. Right. right. Again. But again, we're not putting Sky over in this. That's not the point of the show. So we, that's, we. you know, no, no, no. no, no. I, yeah. Full disclosure. This show is unbiased.
1: Yeah. Um, I, def- I pride 100%. myself on maintaining an unbiased environment here. We do not put Sky over on this show. We only state the facts and mm. and as they appear. And so. Uh, so, yes, Sky will sky yeah i need to review We're my contract i thought my contract the point was to well, review this over let me see if, yeah, if anything appears bad. like sky is being put over i assure you listeners mm-hmm. people watching that that is not the case it is just mm-hmm. it's just pure display of facts
2: it's facts it's just it's straight facts, facts. and it's that's that's facts. what we give you here on wrestling with the week just the facts mm-hmm. uh just the next. facts just the facts give me some facts on this one hikaru shida Defeats Rebel, not Reba, with a stretch muffler, even after getting hit with a crutch? I mean, I don't know. Britt Baker lays out Hikaru Shida after the match. Are we going to see a new women's champ at double or nothing when Britt Baker takes on Hikaru Shida? Guys, what do you think?
1: You know what? I'm going to hot tag in on this one. Sky, hold on just a minute. I know you had some thoughts, but I have some thoughts, too. So here's the thing. I was I watched that back, and I think there may have been somewhat of a misunderstanding there. A lot of people I was seeing some people reacting and saying, "Oh my gosh, she she stomped her into the belt and she attacked her. she almost got her her friend, uh, Reba, uh, <laughs> not rebel, um, <laughs> and uh, got, got her her friend a, a, a title. like I, there's a lot of back and forth in this match. That's not how I saw it. I saw a number one contender, rightly deserved, come out to watch her competition and even give her a taste. Who do you think knows uh, Britt Baker better than Rebel, right? Who do you think knows her? Nobody. So it's basically a taste for the match of what's to come. Then, okay, you defeated her, congratulations. She went to bring her the belt. There was some sort of, sl- it looked like there missed, maybe someone slipped or something like that and someone might have gotten hurt. Either way, I think it's setting us up pretty beautifully for a, a very competitive, very professional uh, match that's going to happen uh, here at Double Nothing. It's going to be exquisite. Uh, unfortunately, Sheeta will lose. That's my time. I, I yield back my time. Thanks. Uh, uh, are you done? I, yeah, jeez, I man. Are you done? I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Like there, I, I feel like lot... uh, Umbaku in um, Black Panther
2: <sighs> Are you finished? <laughs> are you done? Oh, there, there's a lot more on Dynamite, but I think we might only have one uh, time for one more piece. Um, mm-hmm. The one that I want to get your guys' opinion on is uh, at Double or Nothing, it'll be uh, Cody Rhodes, he'll be the American Dream against Anthony Agogo. last night on Dynamite. Anthony Ogogo uh, attempted to murder billy gunn's little son austin gunn by punching him so hard blood came out of his body my friends at new legacy inc are very worried about austin gunn in the future that it holds for him uh do you think cody stands a chance against the stone hands of the Gavna? tagging in right go-go.
0: tagging in really quick i love mm-hmm. the Gavna, greatest nickname in wrestling right now the Gavna. And those hands, he's got dynamite in those hands, man. Like, you know, like uh, they used to call, they had the boxer hands of stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. hes He's mm-hmm. got dynamite in those hands. Damn. And uh, it's a dangerous match. I, I don't even want to call it a match. This is a dangerous fight for Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Ogogo's not a wrestler. He's becoming a wrestler, but the guy's a fighter, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he can take you out with either hand. Uh, and he's an Olympic fighter. But Cody Rhodes is the American dream. And, um, i think he's 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 always in every fight he's in every single fight because he's got what it takes
1: he's got uh the corazón the heart he's gonna oh wow it. wow um one i just have one final thought that i want to tag in on what do you think carries more weight a fist or a skateboard Ooh. oh man. i know because i know someone that took some skateboard shots and walked away
2: oh that's true and so. austin Gunn. Uh, looked like he threw up blood from getting hit so hard by a human man yeah it was like so, an
1: anime yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it took really the hit, was. and then five seconds later went Bleh.
2: <laughs> uh, and and i'm sure this comes out for all of us at wrestling with the Week. austin gun we wish you a speedy recovery from getting yeah. hit so hard blood comes out from your insides what do you do do you
1: put and where do you put the band-aids for that i don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> look i just i hope that the hot like what do you like i know doc Sampson is there and checking on him or whatever uh-huh. but when I, he, there's wrestlers who get thrown around and you're like all right we have to like make sure this like yeah. this contusion and everything yeah. this is just he got punched so hard a couple of times that yeah. his insides became his outsides oh yeah yeah all right not. well that's not the move <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it that's dynamite guys
0: awesome thank you so much that is dynamite we've got so much to cover in this show man we're covering so Mm -hmm. much we got don't forget we still have kenny omega coming up on the run-in it's gonna be Mm -hmm. great but before that we got to talk about a couple of things james so i have to ask you yeah what it do baby
2: You gotta hold it until you roll it. Listen, you could you can, you can get it going. You to keep going. Look. His That's desk wise. is collapsing. That is yes. boy, you got some lung capacity, dog. What a rib, man. What a rib. They just
0: made me hold that for so long. Come <laughs> the on. Hell of a rib. Yeah, geez. <laughs> They're just over there ribbing my ass. <laughs> <laughs> James. Yeah. I, I I think we need to lead with this. Uh I've been okay. talking about Dark Side of the Ring. Uh there's a Big one tonight, but you have mm-hmm. started watching the show. So tell me, how are you enjoying it? What have you been seeing? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, let's let's get into it.
1: Yeah, so so I was aware of the show, but like so many things, wrestling, like it definitely has this like, ooh, the dark side of the ring. And I feel like that's so much of what comes out of like the wrestling world and like media that covers the wrestling world that I was like, I don't know if I want more than that. But after talking with you about it, you actually were like no they're very interesting document like sure some of them have like the dark edge of it to it but like it, it, they're very interesting thorough documentary so I just I just started a season one with the Macho Man one which was like exactly what I wanted it to be it was as much of a it felt to me as much of a celebration as it was the ups and downs of everything and so I watched that one was immediately hooked um I skipped the Montreal screw job because I want to watch it with my wife, um, Canadian. It is that's basically her, uh, you know, her World War, um, and so I, I'm going to watch that with her. But I watched the Von Erichs one, I watched the Bruiser Brody one, and I'm just I feel like check in with me next week because I feel like I'll probably have gotten through most of season one and two by that point. But I know you're excited for the one coming out today.
0: It's a really addicting show. Uh, the Bruiser Brody one is definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Jimmy Superfly Snooker one that is mm-hmm. incredibly interesting. Uh, I, I recommend watching that one. There's so many. Um, gosh, uh, I mean, just the Brian Pillman one that just aired, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then Brian Pillman Jr. on there. And then I, I've i known this kid for years and I learned things that I didn't even know about him. And so, I mean, and they do a really, really good job on it. Uh, the Macho Man one was good. I didn't mm-hmm. really care for the A&E Macho Man one, uh, you know, not to get off track for a second. Oh. I was just like, they kind of had guys on there like burying him a little bit and then yeah. interviewing super fans. Like, yeah. not the people that know him, they're interviewing super fans. Like, that's
1: the, strange well, to me. The the moment that I knew I was going to love this show was when they were talking to Jake the Snake and he was talking about their, their, their cobra spot. Oh. And he's like, Macho Man comes in and he's like, he's like, Hey Jake, you get that snake fixed. And like they do a whole and, and Jake the snake is telling this story about how Macho Man's like, you better got that snake. You let that snake bite you right now, brother. Like like it's like and he's like, no, don't move, don't go anywhere. Like that stuff like that. And then when the snake actually bit him and he's like they're like he wouldn't let go <laughs> and so like elizabeth runs out and she's like get the snake off him and he's like i'm trying like it's just like fun stuff about like what makes i think wrestling so interesting you know i hope macho man got a hell of
0: a bonus for that i mean how do you mm-hmm. pitch that so uh we're gonna have we're gonna have a snake bite you it's yeah, such yeah. Good shit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah yeah i'd be like um Nah, dog. (laughs) Can you just hit me real hard? (laughs) What about a chair shot? A chair shot works just as well, I think. Mm -hmm. Big props to that. But getting back to Dark Side of the Ring, uh, tonight is, like for me, it's the main event. I've Mm -hmm. been looking forward to someone doing something on Collision in Korea for so long. Uh, You know, and I've talked about it on the show before. Really, really hyped for it. But we're going to get off of that for a second. Mm -hmm. Big move coming up in 2022. Mm Mm-hmm. AEW Dynamite is moving to the Super Station, baby. It's going to TBS. They announced it yesterday. And the deal includes a secondary show that will air on Mm -hmm. Fridays. I believe it starts the second week of August. That will be AEW Rampage. That will be on TNT. Mm -hmm. And four specials in a year uh, or every year. uh, That will be, I think, a
1: Clash of the Champions type thing. James, did Mm -hmm. you hear
0: about this? What are you thinking
1: about it? I mean, I think it's great. I, I'm totally. I I barely. Ha- I to be honest with you, I barely have the time to watch all AEW all week. I I like stuff like Dark and Elevation. There's so much content, but I love it because it allows wrestling to happen. It, it's a weird thing to say, but a lot of of wrestling on TV isn't always wrestling, and and so creating space for not only stories to get pushed forward and and big uh big uh, narratives to move, but also to just like watch some wrestling that's like one of my favorite things about putting on dark and elevation is you get to watch some wrestling you get to have fun with it I, I was talking with a friend about how it feels so much like Saturday morning wrestling which you just don't have anymore like superstars of of wrestling and stuff like it's just classic get these people in there get them in the ring and let them see you know, what they can do and then if that builds out into something bigger great but if not it's like you get to watch all these incredible matches so i'm all i'm down for more i'm really
0: excited for it you know one of the critiques or the criticisms we take as a company is that we almost have too much talent and not enough Mm -hmm. time for the talent uh i think a lot of that's going to get fixed we're getting a second tv show man that is Mm -hmm. awesome I believe, I think it's Friday nights is what I was saying, uh, starting the mm-hmm. second week of, of August. I'm really excited for that. We've got Dynamite. We've got Rampage, uh, Dark, Dark Elevation. We'll see what happens with those. I don't I don't really know. And then, uh, you know, again, we're going back on the road in July, man. We're going to have mm-hmm. fans. Uh, this is a really, really exciting time for me because we're starting to get back to normal. We're going to be on the road weekly. We've got a second TV show coming. And, I mean, who didn't love the Clash of the Champions growing up? And I, you know, again, I'm I'm not saying that's what this is called, but growing up, you know, they had those specials that were on TBS. These ours are going to be on TNT. Uh, they were Clash of Champions. They were televised pay per views, basically. And you know, AEW is going to bring it on those. I'm really excited to be a part of it. Really excited to be on it. Um, I might want to take Rampage and make it my show, man. I might. I'm just yeah. I'm calling it right now. You know, Dynamite's cool and all, but like i might want to just get right on there and make it my show rampage is my show maybe we should even just change the name and call it aew savant friday i don't know we'll figure it out ethan and sky do friday i don't know we'll figure it out um but yeah i think that's going to be my show man i'm just going to take it sky sky day fridays Ooh, i like that i like that like that anyways one more thing i want to get into yeah yeah before we leave what it do baby and that is, it's playoff time. NBA playoffs time. This is where the Lakers shine, baby. And there was all, you know, we've had a lot of injuries. I know you're not a big basketball guy. I'm going to try to mm-hmm. give you my best pitch. Give me in. Um, give me in. Hit me with it. So last year, we, we we got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, still the best player in the league. We put together a great team. And then the world got hit with a pandemic. The season mm-hmm. went on hold for several months. They reopened the season in a bubble at Disney world where there were no fans and very, very limited access. And they did the playoffs there and the Lakers won the championship, their Mm -hmm. 17th championship, tying the Celtics for the most championships in NBA history and Mm -hmm. giving LeBron his fourth championship. Now the shortest off season in American team sports history, quick turnaround. Now we're back into another season. It's a 72 game season. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, our star duo Mm -hmm. have missed A combined more than fifty-eight, somewhere around sixty-plus games, and you're not going to be a great seed if you if a Mm -hmm. seventy-two-game season and your two stars miss sixty games, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be the number one seed. You're not going to be the two. You're not going to be the three. They had to fight to earn the seven, which is what they did last night, defeating Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. It was a great, great game. And now Sunday, the Lakers and the Suns. This is a legendary. Uh, playoff matchup. These are. This goes back to the Kobe versus Steve Nash days. This is huge. I love it. The f- first time uh, the the Phoenix Suns made the playoffs in years. James, yes. Can I get you on board? Can we jump on this playoff bandwagon? We need all the support we can get. The Lakers going for the 18th, the historic 18th championship. LeBron going for his fifth, and we are not the favorite. We're not even the favorite to get out of the first round. Jump
1: on board. Can we do this? So I just had, I guess I have one question to ask. It's yes, been a sir. while since I've watched uh, basketball regularly, but if a player makes three shots in a row, do they still go on fire? Does <laughs> yes, that still but happen? It,
0: you don't really see it on screen. Like mm. you, you say, I mean, you know it. He's like, oh, he's on fire, baby. Yeah. But like,
1: yeah. A bit, does the rim, does, does the net burn when they shoot it? Or... Yeah. No, no. Mm. no, no. You know what? I I'll think about right. it. I'll think yeah. about it. I appreciate because this. I, I understand what you're saying. This is a good time because other any other time, that's what that's basically why I haven't been watching basketball is because I can't get on the bandwagon of a championship team. You just can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um. So if you're saying that maybe they're a little bit of an underdog and maybe now's the time, then I will definitely look into it. I just you know because what I like to do is as I'm running towards the the basket. I hold turbo and then sometimes i'll do the front flip and then and slam slam the basketball in so that's the that's my perspective on it but you, a, you made an excellent case yeah this is a great time
0: to get involved how many okay. times in history are the defending champions the underdogs it's happening right now Lakers, rocky baby, three let's do it you're right <laughs> you are right you, me. you got me <laughs>
1: Oh boy! All right. Okay, Sky. Any other things? Any other what it does? What what is? Is that you good? I think we're good, man. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, you you've you've I'm definitely going to consider it. But I have something I got to do first. Something we both have to do first, and that's bring on the AEW champion Kenny Omega to talk to us about everything except wrestling. In some ways, (laughs) let's do the run in. Welcome, everybody, to The Run-In. I am super excited for this interview this week. It is with a man who is an AEW world champion. He's an Impact world champion. He's a A mega champion. And he was the subject for an article I wrote in August 2012 called Kenny Omega, the greatest wrestler of all time? That's question news mark? To me.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> now I don't know if I like this article or not.
1: It was the headline. Depends on how you answer the question. Okay. And and, and the whole article was answering it with subject matter that included very funny, amazing wrestler, likes video games twice. Great (laughs) hair. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm super excited to have this interview. Uh, Kenny, thank you so much for joining us on Wrestling with the Week. Hey, looking forward to it. Good. I'm glad. I want to talk a little, just a little bit about wrestling, but again, part of what I wrote about in that article was about all the other things that I think maybe influence you in the ring, but then also make you, in my opinion, a more interesting, complex person to just watch and enjoy. But I just want to ask you, what is it like coming into this? You you have all these belts. You are just, you're just shrouded in belts. You couldn't even own enough pants to wear them all. So what is it like being such a, I don't even know, what the, like a, a champion on TV in America after having spent so much of your career on the other side of the world. What's that like?
3: It's, it's very odd. I mean, I mean, if you would have asked me how I see myself years from now, I never would have said, I'm going to be a full-time wrestler in America. I thought for sure I was going to retire in Japan, possibly live. Well, I wouldn't even say possibly. I was really heavily leaning towards just living in Japan for the rest of my days. Of course, you know visiting Canada and maybe doing the odd thing here in America because we were trying to do the crossover anyway. So it's it's really surprising, and you, it just goes to show you, you can never really plan for these things hundred percent anyway. We can never really plan for this phenomena that is AEW. We can never really plan for the pandemic, but we're just sort of rolling with the punches, and I'm rolling with all these <laughs> belt reins, I guess, which is you know it's it's a blessing but a curse, I guess, because. You know, as a champion, you get some high-quality matches. You get some, you know, you, you become a focal point of shows. But at the same time, there's a, a schedule that's required and a demand for your your body and your health and your your psychological health as well. There's just a lot that goes into being a champion, I guess. And it's cool to look at the pictures where it's like, wow, well, look at all these belts. But then I think, like, man, like, I have to defend these. You know, I've got to make time to defend these. I've got to be that guy for the company somehow and they just count the days in a week that you have available to do it. It's just requiring a lot of like multitasking, but I'm in, I'm still hanging on. Um I can't, I can do it right, right now. Like I feel like I can do it. So I'm going to do it.
0: Maybe my last hurrah, but I'm doing it. I think it's far from your last hurrah. You got a lot of hurrahs left in you. Uh One of the things I I'm super interested in uh, is, is like, like your type of day, I mean, like you, you wear a lot of hats, obviously, yeah. full-time pro wrestler, champion in multiple companies, EVP for AEW. We know you've been very involved with the women's division as well. You wear a lot of hats. So take us through a day in your life. Like wh- when does it start? When does it end? Does it start? Does it end? Like, is it just one? Yeah, it's, 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 it's so odd because, I mean, it, I, I can't really answer
3: that question. With like, what's the basic day? What's the standard day? Because one thing that kind of throws everything out of whack is... Um, I'm also the head and creative for our video game, and most of that is being shouldered by the Yuke's crew in Japan. So as you guys know, this is, that's a different time zone from where we're at here in America. So I have to communicate with those guys and, and be very hands-on with them when they are in the office. So that means, you know, our late evenings. So our, our conference calls and our business calls and all that will happen generally anywhere from 8 p.m. to like 10 p.m. And then we'll talk for two, three, four hours. And, you know, then there's there's a lot of process that goes towards that. And, you know, with who we are at the AEW, we... And one thing I was going to say that actually kind of helped was that there is this pandemic where it limits the travel. So limiting the travel has actually sort of helped my schedule. But once we become more of a traveling brand again, ooh, it's going to get rough. Impact, you know, they're pretty much stationed right now in Nashville, so I, I know where I'm going all the time right now for AW. I know where I'm going for Impact, I generally always know where I'm going for AAA, Japan, luckily, unluckily, however you want to look at it, is is not really, I, I can't, it's, it's an impossibility right now unfortunately. So the one good thing is that I, I know that I'm gonna be going to Jacksonville. I know that I'm gonna be going to Nashville. I do know that when I do have something to do with our video game, which is all the time. It's, it's on an ongoing process and we're always in communication. I do know that that's gonna be in the evening. So I know ballpark when I, can, when I can wake up and start my day and how late it, it may possibly go. And then where I can sneak in like naps, you know? I can't block off an eight hour shift to take like an actual real sleep. Um, they just sort of have to accept it as, as they arrive and yes, yeah, I'm, I'm tired all the time, but I've been able to function Barely, as you can see by this interview, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm functioning, I'm, I'm awake. I'm, I, can, I can pull it off still. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm barely pulling off whatever this is, but I'm still hanging on. So as long as I can, I will.
1: Uh, it sounds like you don't have a ton of spare time, but I also know that you are a gamer um, and you like to play video games. If you find the time, if you have the spare moment or whatever, is there something that you're playing now that you like to use to maybe relax or blow off steam or get yourself even more pissed off if you're like me?
3: So I just, uh, I, I went from eight, to Impact and I came home and I had a block of time off and I really needed to get some uh, medical treatments done for my aches and pains so I went out to Baltimore came back for a portion of a day before we came out here for the set of tapings and was able to finally start Resident Evil Village which you know that whole series I'm just I'm a huge everyone thinks I'm a shill like just a Capcom shill but no I actually just love everything Capcom does and Resident Evil is probably one of my most favorite beloved series of all time so anytime they have like a numbered entry that comes out, it's just that becomes what I look forward to the most. I look forward to it the most, but I want to savor every moment in that world. So I'm not trying to burn through it. Like I didn't want to use that day to beat the entire game, as, as crazy as that sounds. Because I could have. But, you know, I wanted to just feel comfortable and immerse myself into that world and take my time with it. So I'm about yeah. like, I had the, most of the day off and I got about four hours in. And I feel at a happy place with it, and I'm loving it. So
1: you've met the big lady. You've met the big lady.
3: Met the big lady. Killed the big lady. That's where we. That's where we are.
1: Good. That's where we are. Whoa, good. Whoa, yeah.
0: whoa, whoa! We're killing big ladies now. What's happening?
1: It's <laughs> tough. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do in a video game. Was was put her down. <laughs> well, because she was she
3: was a very you know, here's the thing. I thought she was going to be a recurring character until the very bitter end. Yeah. Because she's got a fanfare. She's popular. I know, and and yeah. I understand it. She's a very big, beautiful woman, and um, <laughs> I mean, she's. I wanted to see what made her tick. I want to see Me what made too. her tick, and I want to Me see too. if there was a soft spot in, yeah. in that big black heart of hers. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, there wasn't much of one. No, I gave to her what I had to do.
1: St- I gave her a stab right in the backside, and I, the knife it didn't do anything. Like it just it made like a chink noise or whatever. The funny thing here is that Sky, I don't know how much you know about Sky and his history with video games, but he essentially had none up until like a year ago, and now he plays NBA 2K. So Sky, what's it like for you hearing us talk about the big lady in Resident Evil? Do you think it maybe opens your eyes to the world of video games more?
0: I don't know. I don't have a, a ton of a desire to kill a BBW, but, you know, I mean, if she's like an evil person, I get it. You know, like I, like he said, I wasn't anyone that was a gamer. I've told this story on this show before. I, I didn't play video games at all. And then I found myself sitting at home. Remember, we had like that month or two where, you know, everything was pre-taped, so we were just home and California was locked, locked down. Yeah, yeah, you guys had it worse. Yeah, Yeah. we couldn't even leave our house. So I picked up a controller. Uh, My buddy had a PS4. I played NBA 2K and I became obsessed. Next thing I knew, I'm buying my own PS4. Then the PS5 comes out, I buy that. I bought 2K20, I bought K2K21, like I'm obsessed. I play, I can't wait to get home tomorrow and play the moment I get there. But that's the only game I've really, really sunk my teeth into.
3: You may like this one. You may like you might you may like Resident Evil Village. It's it's like I said. You once you if you allow yourself for this world to take you in, I feel like it's a it's a great experience. Um, and this lady, the big lady, Ooh. one one thing. <laughs> since you're a basketball fan, you know the, there's like a, a a meme that's going around. One of the many, because she's nine feet tall. So there's like a like a meme of her standing beside uh, Yao Ming and and Shaq. It shows like the size difference. Uh. How big this girl is. But she's like cool. a big, voluptuous, kind of like Marilyn Monroe, but not not a blonde. She's like a dark-haired
1: woman. She's also a vampire. She and a vampire, like a
3: yeah. She's beautiful, yeah.
1: She does suck you at one point. Yeah. So. Whoa. And she chucks you. I'm actually. just saying. Literally just chucks you. She sucks game. you. and
3: She
0: chucks you after. Sucks,
3: you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So.
0: This took a, a turn for the dirty. All of a sudden, Scorpio Sky gets caught late night playing Resident Evil a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: drama. So, I, I, I guess, are, are there any other thing? Obviously, Resident Evil is the big one, but I know that you have an yeah. history with Street Fighter. I, you're right we were talking about this before, just Eric and I, our producer, Eric was talking about how deep the Capcom world goes. And like, you know, we're getting Akira from rival schools put in street fighter five. And that's something that I'm personally really excited. Are there any like old school Capcom games or whatever that you would love to see come back? And why is it power stone?
3: (laughs) Oh, power stone boy. Yeah. I mean like I'm always, I value now more that um, online gaming has become such a prominent thing. I'm, I'm valuing more, the couch co-op games that we don't get anymore, because I, I love being able to play with a co-op game with someone sitting right beside me. Some of them are actually hanging out with in person. It's great to be able to link up with someone that lives in a different state as you, or a different country, or whatever. But to be able to play something with someone that actually came over to hang out, I mean, I'm missing out on those experiences. I, I love that. So Power Stone, that's a good one. I'll say one of the as a fighting game fan, one of the most common answers is Darkstalkers. It would be cool to see. That again, but That's it. He's um, That's it. <laughs> yeah, dark dark stalkers and rival schools was another one that I, I love. As you said, you're an Akita fan, so you understand, yeah.
1: This is, I mean, Sky, I i don't want to completely block you out of this conversation, but uh, I, I, I so I do want to shift it back into something that I'd love. No, no, I am very
0: on. entertained. This is great. I mean, like, it's I think this is the thing. stuff you know, yeah, um, you know, Kenny has had a phenomenal career. It's documented, but I like to give people a different side. Let's go inside Kenny Omega. You know, let's, let's, what makes him tick? And as you know what I mean? These games, this might be the trick here. Like, you know, this is like, I'm, I'm having fun and I'm learning a lot because, you know, I want to get into other games and, and I want to dig deeper because I love NBA 2K and I love the way it makes me feel. I mean, do you get angry though? Do you ever have oh, games yeah. that, like, every you day want to throw the controller every and day? it's like, I've, I, My
3: controller throwing days kind of stopped since I moved from Canada. I remember I would have like an L-shaped sofa. So it was like this. And I would sit on this section here. And I remember like, I don't want to be one of those guys that breaks their stuff. You know, because they get mad at a game. Because I'm the guy that watches those dudes on YouTube and laughs a lot. (laughs) So I just didn't want to be the butt end of someone's joke in case like someone's actually filming me from behind you. are like, Um, so I, when I would get mad, rather than do something that was actually really damaging to a controller or something breakable, I would. If it got real bad, I would frisbee the controller into that soft, like, like spot of the sectional that was right there. So nothing would ever happen to it. It would just go boink, and I would just go, okay, got out of my system and pick up the controller. Let's keep going, and that was it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've tried to do that a few times though, but I'll throw it and it, and sometimes it'll hit the couch cushion and bounce off and then hit the hardwood oh, floor.
3: Okay, I do I do have one story <laughs> that kind of went awry. I threw it and my trajectory was a little off. It hit the top cushion and it kind of like you know like when you skip a rock on water. oh yeah, so it kind of skipped off the cushion. and the next thing I heard it was like in a, in a cartoon, you hear like the Ksh! oh, So I hear the. Ksh! and then the only thing I was missing was that rare you know, like the straight cat noise. <laughs> So I hear the kush, and i I'm like what? And I, I my original thought was like this is that was a window. But then I look and it was it was actually a vase. So oh. I broke a vase.
1: Of course. <laughs> and, <laughs> of
3: course. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh." Like that was and it was embar- it was embarrassing for that to happen. So that's I was wrong. like, I got to make sure I frisbee it hard but straight, you know? <laughs> no upward trajectory for <laughs> anymore.
1: It it's interesting that you say frisbee too because that's maybe this is like a weird, you know how, you know baby giraffes learn how to walk in like the first five minutes, like something about playing games online with other people, you develop independently the Frisbee technique because <laughs> yeah. if it spins horizontally, mm-hmm. then it's easier to control the landing. Like it'll basically helicopter to where you want it to go. Right. If you tossed it overhand, then it's going to go anywhere. Who knows? It's going to catch on one of the edges and then go flying.
3: And, and I can't lie. If I see someone like, Fastball their controller. I'm thinking right off the top of my head, we got a psychopath hands, You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> frisbee are kinda I like agree. a normal you're a normal dude if you're doing the frisbee. That's what I think. But audible is okay. Frisbee is okay. Even doing the, the football spike, I can understand yeah. that. But if you're actually throwing it outwards towards <laughs> yeah. something, that's right wow, you got you have issues. You got to do but, something and about you, it. You could curse it out. Though yeah, exactly. Because
0: yeah. right? I, I I, curse. I, I had my PS4 on one of our, you know, our longer loops here. We're yeah, yeah, like 10 yeah. Days.
3: Those are getting pretty long, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Pretty Peter was in the room next to me, and he said, he's like, I heard you at like midnight last night cursing <laughs> someone out. These <laughs> <laughs> mother. Oh, yeah. it's not just going off in my room yeah. you know like it's fun. but you know look you know to me the craziest thing about games and and how pissed off we get and there's times I get so mad I have to I have to turn it off and take a break take a walk and like I might be texting a buddy like man I'm done I, yeah, I'm not playing I, this for a while I'm but I'm busy we'll talk yeah. later <laughs> yeah. but I always go right back to it though yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you go course. right back to yeah. it you just need a little break to cool off yeah
3: i've got a i got a friend at home too where it, we're sort of we're similar but we're a little different. this guy I always play with and when he gets like mad and, and I'm so used to it now where I just don't even pay it any quarter where he's like, you know what I just I suck so bad I'm just gonna quit I'm gonna quit games I, I, I quit I'm done I, I, it, we're done I'm gonna quit I'm just I'm, I'm uninstalling I'm gonna sell my PS4 we're done. <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah you are huh you're, you're gonna sell it huh you're gonna quit the game huh? okay I guess we're done then and I'll just wait give it like 10 seconds. Oh, oh, you're back in the menu? Oh, okay, I guess we're gonna play? And he's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep playing. And that'll happen like three more times over. And for me, like, I'll get mad and I'll be like, yo, this is bullshit, I can't believe this, this guy's cheating, I can't believe it! And it's like, you wanna have a rematch with him? And my buddy will be sitting there he's like, you said the dude's cheating, like, why would you play him again? I'm like, kiss, kiss, you know. Because I'm gonna fucking beat him, that's why. You know, I'm gonna beat this cheater. It's like, yeah, and then I'll get more mad because if if he actually is cheating or whatever, or just that good, or whatever the case may be, when I lose again, it's like, what did I expect was gonna happen? You know what I mean? But that's just that's how I am. It's like I don't want and like if I like if I'm relating to the Street Fighter, if I'm losing a, a shit ton of points, just like points over points over points, and I'm I'm ranking down and just not I'm not getting a momentum. And I'm suspecting the guys are maybe lag switching or whatever, like, or it's just the 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 network where they match you up with someone on the other side of the planet, which you're not going to get a good connection with anyway. Um, you'd think like, oh, this sucks. It's 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 CFN, like Cap- Capcom Fighters Network or whatever. It's it's their fault. They got to sort this stuff out. But I I can't not play, you know. So let's keep playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you always you always vow that you're just gonna give it up, quit, but then I just they never do, and then I end
1: up losing more points. So you know what's you know what's the worst thing in the world? Uh, it's when you devote a lot of time to like learning combos, like you get your bread and butter combos down, and yeah. you're like, oh, I can do this, and then and then your friend comes in that never plays the game ever, and they just they are just slamming on the controller, not doing anything, but it's somehow like. You're like, how did you anti-air me? Like by just stomping on the buttons. Like they don't know what they're doing, and then it's still a close match. Those are the worst for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel that in the other games that I don't play, it's like Tekken. You know what I mean? Like where it's where you kind of understand. You, you know, you've watched tournaments, you've studied your character, you've worked on a few combos, but then someone will walk up into the house. and They'll be like, "Oh, I, I like uh, Capoeira. I'm going to pick Eddie Gordo," and then they're just like doing pinwheels and you know I mean they're just (laughs) juggling you everywhere all around the stage just by mashing buttons. Yeah, I'm like I'm a real I wouldn't say like I'm a lab like a lab kind of guy or like a character scientist. Like I don't I don't spend a ton of time in the lab working with all my characters, making sure everything's frame perfect, but I do have the skill to hit one frame lengths and things like that. I'm actually good that way with my timing. So that I think is why I get so mad at online, but also don't want to give it up because I know that my, my game plan and my stuff should be tight and there should be no way for it to be counterable. But then when it does, it's like, what happened? What did I lose frames? And when it's something that's because of the online experience, there's never any real definitive answer. Like sometimes it's obvious. It's like, but then sometimes maybe you got to look in the mirror. Right. And then maybe you just got to pick it up and keep going and trying.
1: Nah. So it that's like- why I keep. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, hey, you're preaching the choir. You're preaching yeah, the yeah. choir, but I've been, I've been taught many times over, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta blame yourself and thus, and, the, and plus there are online strategies and there are offline strategies. And that's my own fault for relying on these things that come down to the wire where it's like, you know, my dash eats up this many frames and my jab as a, as a frame kill will eat up this many frames. If there's any kind of lag, why am I resorting on stuff like that? I need to come up with a new strategy so that I don't have to rely on that. So that's my fault. Um, yeah, and also my character selection. I'm, I pick always big grappler characters and they don't have like I'm, – I'm getting too deep already. But Anyway, <laughs> it, yeah, it, let's just it, move it's, on. It's, yeah. it's
1: going to be a great podcast for me. Let's just. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be great for me. I uh, I, I wanted to uh, I guess ask one one more gaming question. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it just a real quick answer. Any chance we're gonna mm-hmm. see you and Austin Creed uh, face off in something again soon? Oh,
3: goodness gracious! Hey, that's uh, we we all have outlets now that extend kind of beyond our our company reach and. You know, as you know in AEW, we're pretty, we're pretty friendly. We're pretty friendly, so I, I don't think on our end that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, On their end, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's easy, it's easy for Austin to use that as a scapegoat. You know what I mean? <laughs> fair, hey, fair, hey, fair. Oh, Vince True. is breathing down my neck, Kenny. We can't do it. I can't play you anymore in video games. But is it really that? Because, boy, wouldn't it look good for WWE to defeat an AEW superstar in a game of their choice? Hmm? I would look great. What are yeah, they scared the- of? What are they scared <laughs> of is what I'm wondering. That's what I'm asking.
1: In 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 Austin's defense, I mm-hmm. use the same excuse. Anytime someone challenges me, I said, I would love to, but Vince is breathing down my neck. Like... I- <laughs> yeah and i'm not related to any of that in any way shape or form it's just just a, it's a good out for anything honestly. oh absolutely
3: i like you know you know tk he's just he's he's <laughs> the old the old battle axe you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, he just he runs a real tight ship he doesn't like us doing other stuff man i got i gotta go bye that's it <laughs> no never once had he not for games anyway i don't know i see austin's playing a mean bass guitar maybe if you wanted to do like a sort of like a dueling banjos type of thing maybe i'd lose in that i don't know
0: i'd pay to see that
3: yeah oh yeah i would learn an instrument just to beat him in something yeah that was that was yeah. gonna be my next question i, used to, I used to play a recorder but um okay yeah but <laughs> yeah. uh what's I don't a know know recorder about. oh it's kind of
0: like a flute oh you yeah, okay. learn it in school
3: Okay. Yeah. I so a flute, know. I think you know you play like this, but recorders, it, it's like a, like a clarinet, I guess. Oh, right? I think I've
0: seen. that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's yeah, like that. Probably yeah.
1: sounded exactly like that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> kind of. A little bit. No, for real, it did, it did a little
1: bit. <laughs> My wife plays a recorder, but the only thing she knows is like the Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> so she'll just play Fellowship of the Rings theme over and over again, and that's it. Is that da
3: da da da?
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's the that's their like running theme. Yeah, it's like one. Yeah, yeah. of the, Maybe it's Gandalf's theme more specifically. You I don't know. We're all big nerds. We're all, big nerds. We're all big nerds. That one? Yeah. That <laughs> one? Yeah. That's that that music right? Music of yeah. "You Shall Not Pass." Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Fly, you fools! Yeah. All right. Uh, I we know you're we know you're a busy guy, and so we don't want to keep you forever. Normally, we like to play a, a game mm-hmm. with our guests, but we don't have time for a full game. But I did okay. want to do something, Sky. I don't know what you think about this. I wanted to bring Eric on to ask Kenny one more question sure. to to just get his response to that. Okay, Eric, are you are you there? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm available. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi, Eric. So, so for
1: the show. Eric, you asked me yeah. a question earlier about. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can you can choose whatever question you would like, but mm-hmm. I would like you just for the sake of this mini game to ask Kenny a question.
2: Okay. Hi, Kenny. Uh, so hey. here's here's what I'm wondering: uh, with the inclusion of Rose in Street Fighter V, are we going to see a shift in the tier list due to her strong zoning techniques, where she plays more like her alpha version? Justin Wong has already said this character has been made for him. Will he come back into tournaments and dominate the game? Uh, I'll my I I give my time to you. Thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So Justin has already sort of, in a way, made his return via Rose in the tournament scene. Um, he didn't quite qualify for top sixteen, but he had some amazing plays. I've played a lot of Rose um, against Rose. I've played against some of the higher level Roses and um, a Rose Eye, ro- ro- mm-hmm. Rose Roses Roses Roses. R- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a- anyway. Um, she's got some stuff, the like gimmicky type stuff, that once it's figured out, it might be sort of null and void. What I'd like to compare her to for people that understand Street Fighters is like she's there's a, a she's got the capabilities of Manat um, without the high skill barrier. So there's a little bit lower of a of a skill barrier entry. So you still get that mate that huge damage, but you don't have to practice as much with like the negative edge orb release techniques to get that so that's why i think a lot of people are gravitating towards her like they do with seth when he first came out i don't think she's super top top tier but i think that she's really up there gets easy damage easy zoning super easy um, anti-airs really good mix-up potential good throw range um she's got some invincible uh maneuvers like She's very good, and I think in the hands of someone like Justin, um, in the hands of someone like uh, Sako, uh, just like, we're talking the legends, the legends, um, they're really going to make her work, and I think we're probably going to see her, I would say, win at least one major tournament this year
1: okay wow huge wow
0: huge i'm just i'm impressed with that question eric it's like you came in and it, i feel like i'm watching cnn like you you had this long drawn out question and i yield my time like but i was
2: <laughs> i i'm excited i'm excited finally someone who understands you had you also had a question for sky i believe right related to king of fighters yeah sky oh. uh, sky yeah for hi eric here producer for the podcast a uh, quick question for you uh with The move in the direction of 3D sprites for King of Fighters, do you think they're doing a disservice to previous fans by changing the looks of these characters like Shermie to uh, bring in new fans? And also, do you believe that the Orochi Saga characters will have Orochi powers going forward? Sky, I yield my time to you.
0: Can I use a lifeline?
2: Absolutely not. Oh, uh, damn. damn dog
0: is this a is this a multiple choice question
2: absolutely yeah. not is i need a yes or, or a, no. a, yes or no? It's a yes or
3: no
0: yes or no yeah. question
3: yeah. it's a yes or no it's a yes or no
0: yes
2: oh is that the right answer i'm already, I'm already stands, on the for, i'm already the right on the forums so i'm already are, on the forums I, you're done for think, you're done for i
3: think and this will be my opinion on that question just and i'm gonna try to tie it up real quick it's that sprite animators, are, especially at the high level, are real expensive. And I think it's much more easy to make 3D models and kind of design a game in the cheapest, most effective manner possible. And I think that's why we're unfortunately probably not going to see any more hand-drawn King of Fighter games. Probably no more hand-drawn Capcom versus SNK, unfortunately. Um, just because you pay guys by the hour or you pay guys by whatever it is. What I've heard is that in the game design and the art design and all that, it just that compiles over and over and over again and next thing you know you're paying just hand over fist of money in the budget that they don't have for games that people more or less already expect to be created with the Unreal Engine. So I think the the fighting game fans and people that grew up playing arcades um, they, they miss that old look and I miss that old look because it it's gorgeous, it's beautiful that's why I go back and I play that old stuff but sort of the wave of the future is that you have a schedule. You have to meet the deadline, and the best way to meet that is via using the tools that everyone's using in the current day and age. And that's also why you get a lot of indie developers, you know, hand drawing their sprites and kind of making games in a way that we grew up seeing them. And those are more like labors of love, and that's why a lot of my favorite games now actually come from indie developers. But uh, you know, big box, you know, SNK. Uh, Capcom, I think you're, you're, still, you're always going to see them rely a lot on um, whether it be Unreal Engine or the Frostbite Engine or whatever engine that it is that, that they want to use for something to develop 3D polygons a lot quicker and easier.
0: Listen, that, that, that was and, actually going to be the exact answer oh, gonna I was going to give oh. until you told me that I had to say yes or no.
3: Yes or like, no. Right. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. I blew it, man. I was gonna, but
3: anyway, the, and sorry, the point I was getting to, though, is that I don't think it's a fan service thing at all. Yeah. I, think, I think if anything, I think I think everyone's heard what the fans want, and it's just like cost effective. How do you, how do you make it cost effective, but how you also make it fun? You know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, they'll, 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 and the thing is, I think it's like, yeah, they'll forgive us because everything else looks like this anyway. You know what I mean? Because right now, Street Fighter looks like King of Fighters, looks like Samurai Showdown. So it's like, who, who are you going to say this is the outlier? I mean, I guess you could say Guilty Gear because that's freaking yeah. gorgeous. It's beautiful, but, isn't but, it? Yeah. But even yeah.
1: that, it's still built on the Unreal platform, right? Right. They just, exactly. they just have an additional art pass that tricks mm-hmm. us into thinking that it isn't. Yes. But, yes.
2: Yeah. Let's see? Now this was all spoken by Kenny Omega, a man making a video game. So that I, I was so going to say, about, yeah. So I'm thinking about. I'm very I excited.
1: Wait. I am very, very excited for the gaming future of AW. It feels like it's in very good hands. Um, uh, Kenny, again, know you're a busy guy. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this was an amazing interview. Loved having you. Thank you. Um, you had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you for definitively answering that question I posed so many years ago. Um, <laughs> it's a yes. So, uh, yeah. Sky, any final thoughts? Uh, just again, yeah, I have to
0: uh, echo your sentiments. Thank you so much. Uh, we know you're busy. Ah, shucks, uh, guys. You, you and I got to go to work after this. We actually. do. So. <laughs> she do yeah. so, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, visit us on Wrestling. We've got with a lot of week. silly stuff to do for episodes to come.
1: Awesome. Thank
0: you, Kenny. We'll talk to you soon thank you guys that was a lot of fun i didn't understand most of it uh you know but i felt like you know um like a little kid in in the room with adults having conversations (laughs) but it it was fun i was happy that i was allowed to be there that you guys didn't ask me to leave or anything Uh, but yeah it was a good time anyways moving on to the next again thank you kenny for that make sure you guys go listen to the full interview uh Mm -hmm. james Man, we've talked about me, talked about Dynamite, talked about what it do, baby, what's going on in the world, what's going on with everything but you. So these, are, this is your time, my friend. We need to get into it. I want to know what's going on with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your 15 Seconds with James. Cue up that clock.
1: and Wait for it. Wait for it. Where's the clock? I'm waiting for the clock. <laughs> I'm not starting until I see it. You only get 15. There okay, we go. Let's right. go. Hello. Um, As you know, I love to watch movies and TV, and I just recently finished watching Invincible. Uh, it is a super, is a super awesome cartoon on Amazon Prime. It's about a superhero that.
0: Is- oh, man, so so sorry, man. Like, uh,
1: no, that's plenty. That's, that's I, honestly, I got through more than I thought I was gonna. I didn't even get to mention California Pizza Kitchen, but maybe for another yeah, fifteen right. seconds. That's, yeah,
0: yeah, that we have to save yep. that for next week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we only <laughs> we only are it allotted, allotted uh, 15 seconds, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. No, it. I get it. That's it, a pretty tight thing. show. It's not even me. That's that's
1: not this my a, uh, we, that that comes from above our heads. We know? don't just we don't just vamp about random episodes of Dark Side of the Ring for three and a half minutes and I get 15 <laughs> seconds.
2: It's fine. It's
1: fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, that's getting pretty close to the end of our show, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Uh, we want to, at this point, let you know to uh, make sure you are following our social, mm-hmm. and that is W-T- WWTW, can't even talk, WWTWpod, WWTWpod, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. And James, our show is moving, right? We're going to it, a new.
1: Yes. Um, so if you've been watching us on the AEW YouTube channel, we're going to be moving along with all AEW podcasts to a new channel, youtube.com slash AEW podcast. That's going to be coming up, I believe, June 3rd is we're going to be doing it live over there. Um, so look out for that. Do, do not uh, make sure to subscribe over there so that way you can find us. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun because then we're going to have all those podcasts in one place. And it's going to be easy to find people are going to get what they want right from the place. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's basically our show this week. As always, if you want to let us know what you thought, tweet at us, Instagram us, do whatever. If you want to uh, lend your emotional support to Sky um, because of the assault that took place on him this week, please make sure to tweet at him or Instagram him at Scorpio Sky. Um, and myself I'm kind of along for the ride if you want to send me passive aggressive tweets about how I should have been more supportive when sting the violent sting is uh, attacking my friend um, feel free to do that at James Willems. Thank you so much sky for another wonderful episode this week. How's your back feeling good I'm yeah, definitely
0: sore definitely sore man we didn't even there was so much we didn't even get to talk about that new Batman trailer that came out I don't know if you saw it it was super cool but it, that's the other here nor there we'll talk about it later um mm-hmm. we are getting to the end so we're gonna go ahead and bring Eric
2: on hmm
0: there he is Eric, yes. Eric
2: yeah yeah guys this is the part of the show that we call the finish See how i do it and it works pretty it crazy it works really well it's, it's a hand thing it's a hand oh, i'm thing just you know uh, yeah. listen i have i have an in with the director he would never rib me i love him thank you so much uh, i don't so, know that's true guys here's the thing just
0: over here ribbing my ass
2: it's just ribbing <laughs> <it> all, right. <laughs> uh, all right here's the thing there's a lot that happened this week it's mm-hmm. tough stuff sometimes it's just one word that i want from you but this time i need a number okay how many years in prison should darby allen get for assaulting co-host of the podcast scorpio sky with a skateboard tell me
0: i mean i'll jump in i'm I'm gonna go i'm gonna go first and i'm gonna say zero because prison isn't good enough it's not a sentence good enough the only thing that he needs to do is show up on may 30th in jacksonville florida in the center of the ring at double or nothing and the the punishment that he's going to receive is so much worse than any punishment he's going to get in prison baby but it's going to be very similar
1: yeah that's real good i mean no he didn't because this is this show we don't do that on this show we don't put anybody over on this show so yeah yeah that was just sure about that Yeah. No um you know what eric i'm gonna say 16 years in prison for every one for every year he's been alive <laughs> yeah james yeah. <laughs> my guy oh uh, thanks everybody for watching and listening we'll see you next week <laughs>